Arizona State Sun Devils football is just about a week away from getting ready to kick off its 2022 season. So we're going to take a look at each game and break down what is going to happen for the Arizona State Sun Devils football in this upcoming season. This is the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw. I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils football. As always, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you would like to check us out in the visual platform, but wherever you do get those podcasts, make sure that you like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update every time we post new content. If you do want to stay in the loop with all the content that I provide, Follow me on Twitter at RichieBrads36. Follow the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. And follow at All Sun Devils and stay in touch with all the work that I put out with Sports Illustrated as well. Really quick, apologies for a hoarse voice. I am getting over a cold. Uh, there will be six episodes this week compared to the normal five to make up for only four episodes last week. Just an FYI. Let's get into today's conversation. And what we're going to be doing is a short little series where I'm going to go through the season schedule for Arizona State. We're going to break down the games piece by piece, go over important things to know, make like an outcome, you know, best case, worst case scenario kind of thing, that kind of stuff, what you need to know about these games heading into them. For this first episode, we're actually just going to knock out three games, one for each segment, looking at the, um, what's it called, non-conference schedule for the team. So let's go ahead and start with week one, NAU. NAU is coming off a 5-6 and six record from 2021. They did have their third ever FBS win against none other than the U of A Wildcats. Better yet, they went down to Tucson and beat them 21-19. That, that's just how lowly the Wildcats were last year, and we're here for it. Because to call NAU the little brothers of Arizona football is, you know, generous at best. They're, they're a big sky team, so they're very, very small compared to uh, U of A and Arizona State, obviously. But they will be on our schedule to kick off the season. We'll be playing them next Thursday. Looking at the team... They do have some intriguing pieces, particularly running back Kevin Daniels. He's coming off a 1,100-yard uh, season for the team a year ago, scored seven touchdowns as well. And they're bringing in a new offensive tackle uh, from Oklahoma in the form of Noah Nelson, who's a massive man. He's six foot eight, 295 pounds, so he's got plenty of room to continue adding bulk to that body if he would like to. They also return... Defensive back Morgan Vest, who led the team both in tackles and interceptions with five interceptions a year ago. So there is some important pieces that are returning. However, this is a defense that was near the bottom in all of college football and just could not stop a nosebleed. Regardless of the fact that Morgan Vest is back, there is very little on that defense to really give the Lumberjacks any hope 
of stopping any competition, let alone an FBS Power 5 team in Arizona State. Offensively, they're going to be powered through Kevin Daniels, and he actually is a uh, preseason all-Big Sky player that they're going to be looking at this year. He's going to be the the bell cow for them. They're going to give him, you know, 20, 25 touches a game, maybe even more than that. But it's going to be predicated on being able to control the clock. This is not a great team. They, again, they finished five and six. So it was sub 500 team from a year ago. And their schedule does not look much better this year. They don't look like much of a better football team either. Starting off the season at Arizona State is going to be very tough for them. I can tell you right now, unbiased, that this Sun Devils team, even with all the departures from the transfer portal and the NFL, is so much far and away better than what the 2021 U of A Wildcats were. It's not even close. We would still smoke them. This, With that in mind, like NAU, sure, they're going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. How great would it be? for Northern Arizona University to knock off University of Arizona and Arizona State University in consecutive years. It'd be unprecedented. That would be bragging rights for the next 100 years. It'd be really cool for NAU. So they're definitely going to be coming into Tempe with something to play for. But I will tell you right now that unfortunately, they're just, by the end of it, they're going to be wanting to play for saving face on the on the final box score. Look, we played NAU a few seasons back. It wasn't a particularly close game, but they did find a way to come up with some big plays, and it wouldn't be a surprise if NAU were to find a way to do that again. As we all know, Arizona State, especially in recent years, finds a way to play down to their competition. I would not rule it out of the possibilities with all these losses that Arizona State wouldn't find a way to struggle in this game. Certainly, whatever the point spread is, as we all know by now, Arizona State's terrible at it. Take take NAU to cover it, because I think the Sun Devils are going to be doing a lot of figuring out and soul-searching for what works and what doesn't work and building chemistry and figuring out the offense and the defense as a whole. Plus, you got new coordinators. I mean, there, there's a lot of fluctuation compared to what you had in 2021. You're hoping it's for the better, but I mean, it's outlook is bleak in that area. Overall, though, I am still very confident that Arizona State can knock off NAU. Again, whatever the the point spread is, I would take NAU to cover it. I just don't see a way where Arizona State's beating them by 25 points. I, I wouldn't be surprised if NAU kept it within 20, to be honest. We'll see. Like, Obviously, I'm not trying to diss Arizona State. I'm not. I'm not challenging them and saying they're a bad football team. I. It's just. It. It is a lot to overcome in such a short amount of time. The best news for them is NAU is not predicted to be a very good football team this year, which should give Arizona State a really nice advantage when it comes to you know, actually having the lights down and being ready to go. This this is a much better football team, top to bottom. Arizona State should win this game convincingly. I would bet on them to win it. I don't know if I would bet on them to get the box score, like inflated kind of thing. Uh, We're going to go ahead and hop into our first break. With that being said, when we return, we'll go ahead to the second game, 
with Oklahoma State. But first, I got to talk to you guys about our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening right now. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks again for making the Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. The ultimate college football preview is here. A seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Definitely check that out. I actually had the pleasure of hopping on and talking a little bit of Arizona State, so you guys will definitely want to make sure that you give that a listen. Going into our next game, this is a tough one. Oklahoma State. Now, I chalk it up as a loss. Call a spade a spade, as a famous Richie Bradshaw has said many a times. This is going to be ugly. <clears throat> Oklahoma State is coming off a 12-2 and season. They were a shootout away from winning the uh, Big 12 entirely, which could have put them in a position to ultimately make the college football playoff. I believe at the time they were within the top 10. They might have even been in the top 8 overall. And with Cincinnati being that fringe team simply because they are not a power five team, Oklahoma State could have gotten the nod over them and made it to the playoff. They had an outstanding defense. There were tons of guys. Uh, Three players ended up getting drafted for them. And the offense was able to put up points. Spencer Sanders, very effective college quarterback. They had a breakout year from Tay Martin. Uh, Some of their running backs were very, very good as well. They return a good core of the offense. The defense, though, lost a lot. And that was a top 10 unit in the entire country. Now, you do have some believers who think that Oklahoma State can still find a way to end up turning this season around and still making it a very competitive year for them. And at, at least in terms of like defense is what I'm getting at. The team overall is going to be good because Spencer Sanders is still a quarterback. And while he may not be like some number one overall pick kind of quarterback, he is a a very good college quarterback. He could be the best quarterback in the Big 12 right now. Uh, It's probably between him and Quinn Ewers with Texas can just kind of depending on how high you are Ewers. uh, Obviously, Oklahoma is dealing with the losses of both Spencer Rattler and Caleb Williams. So they got a lot of uncertainties there. Uh, K-State did bring in Adrian Martinez from Nebraska. That'll be interesting. But overall, Oklahoma State is still a very well-put-together football team. It's just going to be hard to replace some guys on defense, especially Malcolm Rodriguez, who paced the team in tackles a year ago. Uh, Two of their corners, Jarek Bernard Converse and Christian Holmes, were also just all over the field and creating turnovers. Those three losses in particular are going to be very difficult for the Cowboys to overcome. But I have a feeling it's it's not going to be something that is so detrimental that they struggle against Arizona State. 
one of the biggest factors in this game is you're going to Stillwater, Oklahoma to play the Cowboys. You are replacing an insane amount of players. Talking about Arizona State now. It, it's unprecedented. You basically have a new starting 11 on offense and defense with a few exceptions. It's a good roster. It's week two of the season, though. And you have to go and take on a team that was this close to the college football playoff. They were 12-2 and two last year. They were one of the best teams in college football. Yes, they're replacing a lot. That is a team that is built to reload rather than rebuilt. And Mike Gundy is one of the best coaches in college football. He's not gonna, he's not gonna see Oklahoma State suddenly turn into a six and six football team. They're still gonna be heavyweight contenders for the Big 12 again. I don't know if this is a team that's worse than nine wins. I think they're gonna be in that 10 win range again. ASU loving the pieces. I don't like their odds in this game. You got to go on the road into a very difficult place to play. Stillwater has a very underrated uh, home field advantage. And the way that that football team is playing right now, all of the students and the fans are going to be bought in to a, you know, quote unquote, rebound 2022 season where they were, again, like super close to winning the Big 12 entirely and potentially getting that playoff spot they're going to be wanting to run it back. And Spencer Sanders going into his senior season, who is a dual threat quarterback, by the way, he was second on the team in rushing yards for them a year ago. And he still almost passed for 3000 yards. He is a very good quarterback. Think of him as like better Jaden Daniels. Like think, take, take Jaden Daniels 2021 season and make him a little more explosive. That's essentially Spencer Sanders. Like, yeah, he's going to be frustrating and make some stupid turnovers here and there. But overall, I mean, if Spencer Sanders wants to come and be Arizona State's quarterback, he can he can come right now. I I would welcome him with open arms. Like, it's he, he is a very quality quarterback, and the dude wins football games. That's not going to be any different when Arizona State rolls into town, unfortunately. So, guys. Look, I, I want to be optimistic. There, there are things to like. So being optimistic with Oklahoma State, like trying to reload that defense and you're catching them early in the year, you could catch lightning in a bottle. And if your offense finds a way to excel with Emory Jones powering the run game and you have good run running backs with Zazavian Valaday and Daniel Nagata, if you can find some kind of consistency from your passing attack, you, in theory, could control the pace of the game. That's something Arizona State has a chance to do in every game this year with how predicated on the run they're going to be. They are going to be dictating the pace of every game that they're in as long as it works out. They could do that with the Cowboys. It is, it is not a completely far-fetched idea that Arizona State could go and pull off a massive upset. But it is a very tiny chance. In the famous words of Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber, so you're saying there's a chance? I am. Because it's college football. And with college football, anything can happen at any given time. It's the beauty of the sport. There are no guarantees when Saturday night lights come on. Arizona State, I'm not picking you to win the game. 
but I also would not be upset if you found a way to pull off an upset. Let's go ahead and hop into our final break. When we return, we're going to talk Eastern Michigan in the third week of the season and my overall thoughts there. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. And as always, guys, make sure that you are tuning in to the Locked on Pac-12 podcast as, as well as Locked on Sun Devils. It's hosted by my good friend, Spencer McLaughlin, and you get all your Pac-12 news in 30 minutes or less. Stay in touch with the entire Conference of Champions by making Locked on Pac-12 your second listen of the day. Looking at Eastern Michigan, this is a team that is a lot better than people realize. They have like they, they went seven and six last year. They lost their bowl game to Liberty, who was captained by Malik Willis, who was just a third round pick by the Tennessee Titans. He's a very good quarterback. And it's 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 a good program. Under under uh oh my god, what's his name? I can't remember the coach's name. I'm going to have to look it up. But uh, in his time in the last nine years, they have managed to pull off uh, uh, four bowl games in a six-year stretch and had three winning records in that time frame. They're, they're a lot more competitive than people give them credit for. Uh, Chris Creighton is his name. Chris Creighton's the head coach at Eastern Michigan. They're a very competitive football team, and that's not going to be much different this year. They are predicted to take a pretty big step back, though, because you lost your top two quarterbacks, including starter Ben Bryant, to Cincinnati. That is a very difficult thing to overcome is losing your starting quarterback and not necessarily having anyone proven on the roster behind them because they also lost their backup quarterback, Preston Hutchinson. So it's a, a quote unquote battle of the unknowns, just in the sense of like, you really don't know what to expect out of these guys. It's similar to what Arizona state had prior to Emory Jones. It was sort of a battle of the unknowns with Paul Tyson and Trenton Borgay combining for 28 pass attempts in their entire college careers. That's going to be the situation that Eastern Michigan faces. Now for what it's worth, their offensive line me lineman, City Sal is been placed on the Outland Trophy watch list, which is the uh, award given out to the best offensive lineman in the country. Remember, Ladarius Henderson was also placed on that list for Arizona State. So this is a competitive team. They've got pieces. There's a lot of work to do on the defensive side of the ball, though. Uh, overall, the the offense is going to be pretty much dictated on how quickly your quarterbacks can adjust to the to the speed of the game and be good because if you can't find good quarterback play eastern michigan could be in for a down year but with the way that creighton has coached them in his nine years there the the success they've had in the last six years alone this is not a write-off win for arizona state before looking into this i felt like this was just like an easy win put it in the check column don't think twice about it i don't know if i would go that far now all things considered this should be an easy win i don't think it will be the one good thing you got going for you is this is week three now so you should have all of your wrinkles ironed out right you should be able to beat down nau and you should 
be able to figure out and adjust after your game in Oklahoma State, no matter the outcome, whether you get blown out or you lose close or you pull off an upset. By the time week three rolls around, knowing this is your final game before you hop into conference play, this should be kind of kind of the, the final game to get everything figured out, set in the stone, and know what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and what you need to do better. This should be that game for Arizona State, and it very well could be that game for Arizona State. I like the odds here for them to ultimately like just just lead everything and win this game. It's again, I'm not willing to say this is some easy win, but I do think that this is going to be a I, I want to call it a staple win because it's it's Eastern Michigan. It's not beating USC or Oregon or Utah, but this would be a very important win for Arizona State. If you can find a way to go two and one to start conference play, that gives you some confidence. I, I understand that the two and one, your one loss would be to Oklahoma State. So you beat two teams that aren't power five teams, but you got to take your victories where you can get them and going two and one and hopefully having some of your some of your weaknesses figured out and potentially made made more sense of could be a really good situation for you. Overall, Eastern Michigan, there's no reason they can't beat this team soundly. Similar to NAU, though, right now, I just am not going to write off ASU as clear victors for any game this year, which includes Eastern Michigan. Nonetheless, I think two and one is probably the most realistic possibility here. That being said, that is going to go ahead and wrap up this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. So, as always, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you would like to check us out in the visual platform, but wherever you do get those podcasts, make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update every time we post new content. If you want to stay in touch with all the content that I am putting out for everything Arizona State Sun Devils, follow me on Twitter at RichieBrads36. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils and follow the content I put out for Sports Illustrated at all Sun Devils. You follow all three of those. You're never going to be out of the loop on anything Arizona State Sun Devils. But that wraps it up for us here at the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. So until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.